Day 19. Friendship. Ve'ahavta l'recha kamocha, ani Hashem. Love your neighbor like yourself. I am God. We have all heard the famous statement, love your neighbor like yourself. But less known is what follows it. I am God. Why are the two statements connected? A story is told of a kingdom many years ago. A terrible crime was committed within its walls, and a man was accused, arrested, and sent to prison as it seemed he was the one guilty of the offense. The king decreed that he would die, but the man steadfastly professed innocence and demanded to see the king to plead on his own behalf. The king agreed, and the man came before him. I am innocent, he said, and I have evidence to prove it. Show me your evidence, said the king. The man explained that he couldn't, for the evidence was in another town, and it would take days of travel to retrieve it. Only he knew how to get it and return it to the king. Do you think I'm just going to let you walk out of here on your word, said the king? How do I know you're going to return? Just then, a man stepped forward and said, I will stand in place of my friend. Now the king was intrigued. All right, he said. But if he doesn't return by sundown three days hence, you will die in his place. Agreed? Agreed, said the friend. The journey of the accused, however, was fraught with peril. Having gathered the evidence in the next town, he was on his way home when suddenly bandits surrounded him. They beat him and they took all his belongings, including the vital evidence that could exonerate him. Distraught and badly shaken, he kept on his way, determined to return in time to save his friend's life. As he staggered through the gates, he could see the sun setting on the horizon. Finally, he made it to the main square of the city minutes before sunset and with horror watched as his friend was led to the gallows. Screaming with all his might, he yelled, Stop! Stop! Stop the proceedings! The execution was halted and the king was summoned. The man explained to the king that he was unable to bring the evidence in time and demanded that his friend be released. He insisted that he should face whatever was his fate. But his friend, standing with his hands shackled, just steps from the gallows, refused to switch positions. The agreement stands, said his friend. It's after sunset, and I'm to die. You were required to be back by sunset. What are you talking about, pleaded the man. I'm back. I was the one convicted of the crime. You're completely innocent. And so are you, answered the friend. Back and forth, the two friends went, each one arguing why the other shouldn't die. Finally, the king raised his hand for silence and spoke. I, the king of this land, hereby set you both free, but under one condition. You make me the third friend. This story of friendship illustrates why the commandment, love your neighbor, appears with the words, I am God, immediately following it. When there's love between two people, God Almighty says, let me in. Let me be the third friend. In our own lives, when we reach out and give to another with unselfish love, not only are we creating a relationship of tremendous strength and support, we're also inviting God to be part of it. 
and with God, the possibilities of what we can achieve together are endless. In times of need, we realize who our true friends are, not just acquaintances, but loyal, dedicated friends. In times of sorrow, those who love us come to listen, support, and care. We feel the incredible power of these friendships because when we create such a relationship, we bring God into the picture. Together, anything is possible. How did your loved one look at friendship? Think about a special friend that they had. Who was that friend? What did you learn by experiencing or observing their friendship? Let's take a few moments and reflect. <music>